Welcome to Fresh Thinking with Rabbi Ari Shishla, where it's you who sets the conversation. Join us for the next hour as we take a fresh look at how we think about spirituality. Well, how has your day been? Hopefully it's about to get better because we are doing Fresh Thinking and you're in the right place at the right time. Welcome aboard. As you heard, you're with me, Rabbi Shishla, until 3 o'clock or thereabouts. And trigger alert, should I say that? <laughs> Got to be careful what you say. Got to be careful because people tend to just assume a position without necessarily even thinking through what it is that their position re- uh, relates to or what it represents. And that's why I say maybe we need a trigger alert warning for today's conversation. I'm going to ask a question and I pretty much anticipate what the answers will be or at least some of them. Which is exactly the point. It's exactly why we're doing this. Exactly why I'm asking this question or these questions. So before we get started, for those people who don't have it on speed dial, this is how you comment on this show. You could use your SMS, 34519. You could send a message on Telegram on 0618951019. Or you use social media. We're on Twitter, at Chaifem and at Rabashish. We're on Facebook, my Facebook page. Chai FM's Facebook page, find us and share your views, share your opinion. So what's the question, the burning question? It's not a burning question. It's a question that I kind of anticipate, as I said, that people are going to respond to in a fairly predictable way. We know that at the moment, of course, what dominates conversation all the time, it feels almost inescapable, is somehow or other, in every situation, in every social setting, in every meaningful, insightful conversation that takes place, we always come back to discussions around COVID, and for good reason, because it's invaded our lives and changed the way that we do things, at least for the now. Please God, not for much longer, but for the now, it's definitely interfered with how we live our lives. And there are certain perennial conversations or certain key touch points of the whole COVID discussion. And some of them are very triggering for people. You'll find that people assume a position and they kind of stick to their position. So I'd like to ask this question, and I'm really, really curious to hear your views, not just a yes or no, but motivate, motivate for the view. My question is, at this time of the year, the Torah portions that we read focus on our forefather, Abraham, Abraham, hero of the Jewish world, hero of the broader world, father of nations, as the Torah calls him, a person who represents everything that is right, a person who represents kindness and tolerance and reaching out and caring for other people and protecting them even in the most dire circumstances. So Abraham is always seen as a heroic figure and a spiritual figure. And a father figure, patriarch of our nation. So I'm going to ask this question. Do you think, and again, don't give a yes or no answer because that's just not good enough. You have to motivate. You've got to motivate. Do you think that Abraham would have vaccinated? <laughs> so here we are. We're at this, uh, this period in our history where vaccines are a very big part of our conversation and very interesting and diverse views. And a couple of weeks ago, somebody actually asked me if I'd, on the show, if I'd speak about the, the Jewish perspective on vaccination from an alachic point of view. I said, listen, I must be honest, I, I'm not an alachic expert per se, and I think there are other people who can give a better picture. But there are certain basics, and those certain basics we can speak about. 
That said, like anything else, you'll always have people who can read in both directions. So you'll look at the same kind of source material, and some people will argue that that source material indicates one kind of behavior, and other people will say, actually, it represents the opposite behavior. So some people will say, you see, the Torah says absolutely clearly that it is a mitzvah to be vaccinated, and other people will tell you, you see, the Torah says absolutely clearly that you should not. And there are other, outside of Judaism, there are other religious movements who believe that medicine, modern medicine, and the progress of science is something that interferes with faith, and we should rather have faith in God, and we should not rely on science or medicine in order to look after us or protect us or heal us. Judaism clearly does not agree with that. Judaism is definitely of the view that you are to protect your health using whatever means are at your disposal. So the question is risk versus return and value and all that kind of thing. So I'm asking the question in a slightly, slightly different way. Historically, if we had a time machine, if we could import our forefather Abraham into the 21st century, I'm asking a simple question. Do you think that Abraham would have vaccinated? And like I say, please don't just do an, a yes-no answer because that doesn't give us depth. It doesn't give us the, the, the full dimension of this conversation. So if you are going to take a view and you're going to share that view, which I really encourage you to do, please also motivate. Why do you think? Why do you believe that Abraham would have vaccinated? Why do you believe that he would not have vaccinated? And I'll tell you what's interesting is every person right now Whatever your particular view is, you're 100% clear that it's correct. Definitely. Every one of us has a definitely response. Definitely this is what he would have done. And the purpose of this conversation is, in fact, to test that. Just because I believe that something is definitely a particular way does not mean, does not mean that I'm correct. Just because I'm convinced of my correctness that in itself does not make me correct. And one of the reasons I'm so intrigued to have this conversation is because a little earlier today, and I actually posted it on social media as well, I was thinking about the question, have we as a society, as a modern society, as a 21st century society, have we somehow lost the art of nuance? And I suspect that that's what's going to happen in this conversation is that people will assume partisan positions, this is what I believe about vaccines. So this is what I believe Abraham would have done with regards to vaccine. That's not deep enough for this. It's not full enough for this conversation. It's insufficient just to say, this is what I believe that he would have done because this is what I believe to be correct. I want to dig a little deeper than that and say, well, hang on a second. Is that how it works? Is it just simply about right versus wrong? That's how you come to your conclusion. Or could there be layers to this? Could there be shades to this? Could this have elements that are perhaps a little less straightforward or a little less black and white than what people would like to believe? So that's really why I'm digging with this question. We'll start off simply. We'll start off by yes or no. Do you believe that Abraham would have vaccinated? And if you do, why? Or do you believe that he would not have uh, vaccinated? In which case the question is, why not? Why not? And I'm pretty sure that this is going to get into very interesting territory, not so much around COVID and vaccines, but more around how Jewish people are supposed to think about choices, important choices, issues that arise in our lives, something we always uh, we always grapple with. You know, how do you take ancient wisdom 
and apply it to modern scenarios. Is that not exactly what the Torah is all about? Taking ancient wisdom and applying it to modern scenarios. And that's why I think this is a valuable conversation to have. And rather just than to say yes and no, what are the values? What are the principles? What am I supposed to derive from this story? So go ahead. Please share your view. Do you think Abraham would have vaccinated? Yes, no, and why? Um, so use social media, Twitter, at Rabashish, at FM. You could use either of the Facebook pages, mine or, or Chai FM's Facebook page. You can telegram us, 0618951019, or you can SMS us, 34519. Do you think Avraham would have vaccinated? This is Fresh Thinking with Rabbi Ari Shishla. Uh, just joined us now. We're talking today about, well, I'm asking the question, would Abraham have taken the vaccine? <laughs> Seeing as it's something that's on everybody's minds. So let's talk about it. Would Abraham have taken the vaccine? Quite a number of opinions already coming through. And what's nice about it is people are not just going with a simple yes or no. People are giving uh, insights and they're giving perspective, which is exactly what we're looking for. So, as I say, this is not just a conversation about vaccines at all. It's, it's actually a conversation about how Jews are supposed to make critical decisions. It's a conversation about ancient wisdom and how you apply it to modern scenarios. And it's a conversation about the fact that I think we have so- sometimes become a little bit simplistic in our thinking and everything is either yes or no, either right or left, either conservative or liberal, either positive or negative. It's ironic. It's ironic that we live in a world where things are so accepted and there's such a broad range of so many different things that were always seen to be quite simply binary and yet other issues have become completely binary. So the gender conversation has broadened so wide and yet this conversation is so binary. Either you're vaxxer or anti-vaxxer. Is that it? Is that the whole of society? So it's, it's interesting. It's interesting where we've gone as a society. Mark says that Abraham circumcised without question and he almost lost his only child with Sarah. I think the vaccine would have been the least of his concerns. Okay, I, I don't know if I see the connection necessarily. He was circumcised because, I, because God told him to. He took his son and almost sacrificed him because God told him to. And I'm pretty sure many people would push back and say, did God appear to you and tell you to vaccinate? So, mm, not sure that that's necessarily going to wash for for many, many people. It is interesting. It is interesting. So, let's see. Let's see uh, what, what else comes through. Kim says, absolutely, he was a believer. Well, I think that's exactly why some people would say the opposite. Some people would argue it's because he was a believer. And people very often, simplistically, and that's a big part of this conversation for me at least today, is this oversimplifying of issues. So in the oversimplifying of issues, people say, oh, somebody has faith, somebody's a believer. Well, in that case, surely they reject science. Surely they don't need the modernity of medicine to protect them because they have faith. And here you have Kim saying the opposite. Because he was a believer, that's why he would have vaccinated. I think a lot of people would argue that and say, what? Surely the believer is the person who rejects the vaccination because it's all in God's hands. And whatever God chooses, that's what is going to happen to us. So interesting how sometimes the exact same argument 
could possibly be argued in two directions. Uh, okay, some, some people just using one word answers, which is very nice, but not getting us to the thick of it. So here somebody says, absolutely. This is Abraham on Twitter. Absolutely. It's interesting. Obviously, if I'm asking about Abraham and a person's name is Abraham, so they're obviously going to have quite a strong opinion. So Abraham on Twitter says, absolutely would have vaccinated because he always did the right thing. Now, of course, that's a huge bias there because that means I believe it's the right thing. And I'm not saying that I'm wrong in believing it's the right thing. If you want to know personally, I personally believe it is the right thing. So I, I would, I would say the same that he did it because it's the right thing. But many people would argue back that perhaps we're mistaken and perhaps it's not the right thing. And I don't know if that's a good enough answer. This is quite funny. Jonathan on Twitter, quite funny, actually. He says uh, he would have signed up, but God would have sent an angel at the last minute to stop him. <laughs> it's always nice when a person knows a little bit not only of the story, but specifically of the story we'll be reading at Shul this Shabbos, which is the story of the Akedah. God tells Abraham to take his only son, well, his only heir, his son called Yitzchak take him up a mountain and prepare to slaughter him and at the last minute God sends an angel to say it was just a test and you're okay so that's a nice piece of relevant humor on Jonathan's part to say with a vaccine he would have signed up to do it and God would have sent an angel at the last minute to say don't worry it's all okay it's just a test I think many many people wish that that was as clear cut for them in, in today's world many people would have loved to have uh, an angelic message that pretty much comes along and says, this is what you've got to do. Here's a, a message via SMS, but unfortunately without a name, says he would have had his overriding energy of chesed, and which means that he cares for others more than for himself. If he could do something that would help others and stop transmission of a potentially deadly virus, he would have done it. It's quite an insightful comment because... One of the things that we need to know about the personalities in the Bible is that we're not just told about them because they happen to live earlier on in history. And so let's borrow their experience and apply it to ours. The the chap, the, the point of these individuals and why they made it to become the central characters of the Bible is because they're highly spiritual individuals, people of the highest moral standing, and they are archetypes of certain spiritual concepts. In the case of Abraham, he is the archetype of chesed. Chesed is care for others. And so that's why this particular SMS is quite apt, because Abraham is the individual who would have put others and their well-being ahead of his own. And he definitely would have signed up for the vaccine, according to this uh, anonymous SMS, because let me do something, even if it does raise some level of risk for me to be able to spread the, the, the spread of a disease that could hurt others. I think it's a very insightful perspective. Yet, let's ask this question. If Abraham is the paragon of kindness and gentleness and giving and caring about others and prioritizing others over himself and tolerating all people from all stripes, how was he then able to take his son who he loved absolutely and more, more than that, he had invested the entire future of his ideology, of his belief system, everything had been invested in his son. How did he then get to the point that he was able to lead his son up a mountain and ready to slaughter him? 
that does not sound sound like the man of kindness. So while I totally agree that if you're going to suggest Abraham is the man of chesed, he's the man who cares about everybody else and he would have prioritized others, I think that's absolutely true. And yet at the same time, it is not the full picture because at the end of the day, we see examples in Abraham's life of doing things that are not necessarily just about kindness and goodness. Mike on Twitter says he would not have demanded of the rest of the world to do it against their will. So that's already another whole conversation. And that's the conversation, I suppose, around things like vaccine mandates, which we're not going to get into in this particular conversation. But it, but it is an interesting point. Woody, I don't know if that's true, by the way. If Abraham believed in something, then he would have actually gone and pushed others even against their will to to align with what he believed because we know that he set up this big free hotel in the middle of the desert and pagans who would stop by for a, a bit of lunch or a refreshment, he'd say to them at the end, okay, here's the bill or you could just acknowledge God. So because he believed so emphatically in God and in the value of accepting God as one and only, he was willing to put people under pressure and quote-unquote force them into a position. So I'm not quite sure, even though we're calling him the man of chesed, kindness, I'm not 100% sure that it's that clear-cut to say he would never force anybody else to do something aligned with his beliefs. I actually think that that is what Abraham did. And it's no contradiction to his kindness because if you believe that something is right and valuable and you care about other people, you will encourage those other people to do the same. What are your thoughts? Do you think Abraham would have vaccinated? 34519. That's SMS line. Telegram number is 0618951019. And judging by what is coming through, seems that you're doing a really good job of finding us on social media. Pick and pay hype and order is the best place to shop when you want to buy a lot. By the way, I'm still waiting. It's a week later. I asked the question. Nobody's been able to give an answer yet. Which one is it? Is it pick and pay hyper Nord or is it pick and pay Nord hyper? Because I've got both of them in all of the ads. So which one is correct? Anyhow, on a far more serious and meaningful note, if you have just tuned in, you with, with Rabbi Shishlet's fresh thinking. It's Thursday afternoon. That's when we do this stuff. Take concepts that the Torah speaks about and try and look at them from a fresh perspective or take what is going on in our world and try and look at it from a spiritual perspective. My question to you today, and I'm looking for more than just a yes-no answer, is do you think that Abraham would have taken the vaccine? Here's Josh on Twitter. Actually, three tweets in a row. It's quite a lot of information. Josh says, just as Abraham did not rely on God for supernatural assistance to survive two famines by staying in the land that God had sent him to, I believe he would not have relied on the on supernatural help to, to survive a disease without using the available cure. And he continues, if he was willing, at least implicitly, to go against God's will to flee to Egypt in order to survive the famine, because God had told him to, to go to Canaan, so now he's going against God's will, right? Good point. He would certainly have received a vaccine for which there's no reasonable argument that God would oppose it. Okay, good. Good, very, very interesting point. I don't know if it's as straightforward as that. Yes, he did. In those examples that you've given, he did, in fact, go in line with the natural route. Yet there are other times where he went the supernatural route, like going to rescue his nephew Lot from four armies of powerful kings when he had just literally one man at his side. So, not so sure that he only did things when they were the natural way. When Nimrod said, do you believe in my idols or should I throw you into the furnace? He said, that's all right, I'll go into the furnace. 
doesn't sound absolutely natural to me. Although that one you could argue and say because it's such a fundamental belief, he was willing to risk his life. But to save his nephew Lot and put his life on the line, hmm, not sure. So is Abraham really somebody who necessarily always goes with the natural course and not relying on miracles? Not so sure. Uh, TJ says, yes, he would have taken the vaccine, not, likely not only for his own benefit, but for the benefit of others. Craig says, I doubt he would have taken it as he would have had faith in God to protect him. And I don't think that faith in God is a contradiction to doing what medicine requires. The Torah does use the expression, virapoi yirape, and the Talmud learns, virapoi yirape means he shall surely heal. The Talmud says this teaches us, mikan, from that reference we learn that the doctor is given the ability to heal. So that's a God-given ability. It's something that the doctor should use, and it's something that we should avail ourselves of. So a Torah perspective is 100% you take the relevant medical uh, offerings that are available at your time. Now, it might emerge at some later point in history that we didn't know everything we needed to know, and medicine has improved. That's fine. My responsibility as a Jewish person is to do what medical science advises me to do at this particular point in time. Here is Leah on Twitter, who raises a very, very interesting point. Uh, Leah says, I'm not sure if you would have taken the vaccine. Abraham was known as the Ivri, which people translate as Hebrew. Ivri means somebody who went against what was the common thinking at the time. Today there is consensus that the vaccine is a solution, but the problem is not nearly close to the end. I think he would have been suspicious of a quick fix, especially relying on what everybody else is saying. Okay, so that's that's quite something because it is true to say that, Avram, if there's one thing, and that's why I say there's nuance to this conversation, it isn't straightforward, it isn't black and white, just because I happen to believe that the vaccine is correct or I happen to believe that the vaccine is dangerous does not mean that I should now bend Abraham's story into the particular narrative that's going to fit what I would like to believe. I think it's as simple as that. It's uh, It's got to be more nuanced. Here's Adrian. Adrian on Telegram says... I don't believe that Abraham would have taken a man-made vaccine with the possibility looming that COVID virus was also man-made and not from God. So it's an interesting point. So what are you saying? Because the the problem is man-made, therefore it's unlikely that he would have taken a man-made solution. It's a really, really interesting point because let's just analyze this for a second. If, let's say, I'll go back to the example of Lot, Lot being, Lot was Abraham's nephew, right? So Lot was abducted when there was this massive war in the region and he happened to be in the wrong place at the wrong time and he gets taken as prisoner. That's a man-made problem and Abraham goes ahead without consulting God and asking for some supernatural fix. He just gets his people together and in the end he actually lands up just with one person because everybody else chickens out and he goes to use his man-made abilities to rescue his nephew. That's why I'm saying the purpose of me having this conversation is not to arrive at a conclusion. That's not the point. But rather to try and remind us that life is not simplistic. And it's not we're, – we're, we're becoming, I think, intellectually lazy as a society. So we just pick a soundbite that fits the narrative we'd like to support and we just plug that soundbite into our narrative and say, there you go. This is what I believe. There are layers and there's nuance and there's depth to conversation and there's depth to people's stories. So 
let's not fall into the trap of saying, oh, Abraham was a person who did not rely on miracles. Guess what? There are times where he did. Let's not use the argument that Abraham would have been a man of faith and waited for God to sort it out for him. Because look at his story. There were times when he didn't do that. That tells you that life is more complex. It's not as simple as saying, which team are you on? Are you on the vax or the anti-vax team? Which team are you on? Are you on the conservative or the liberal team? And whichever other teams might have overtaken our society today. I think Abraham's story should give us pause for reflection. Whoa, hang on a second. These stories are deep. These stories are multifaceted, as is life itself. And so that's what we have to consider. We have to consider, we have to think, not just react. Uh, Here's Ronnie on Telegram says, I think he would have taken it. Back then there was no such thing as disease. If disease is part of reality, that's a whole new factor. That is interesting, and that's obviously the Midrash tells us that at that point in time, there wasn't disease, there wasn't aging either. In fact, it was something that Abraham prayed for was that people should start to age because he looked like an identical twin to his own son Yitzchak. And then later on, Jacob was the one who prayed that people should first take ill before they before they died. So there was some kind of warning. So that's an interesting point. It's an interesting point, right? Another layer of the complexity of this conversation. Would his reality be the same as ours? Martin via SMS says, I do not think that Abraham would have followed some wacky conspiracy views against the vaccine. Well, there's a trigger alert. The minute you say wacky conspiracy views, I am uh, I'm absolutely pro-vaccine. And I believe halakhically we should be. Uh, there are people that would be quite offended if we call their views conspiracy uh, theories. But there you go. That's what's interesting about this conversation. Abraham certainly would not have gone off on something just because it's uh, triggering or because it is emotive. What are your thoughts? Would Abraham have taken the vaccine? Three, four, five, one, nine. SMSs today are probably at a, a few month high, which is nice. You can send a message on Telegram 0618951019 and there is a buzz on social media. Be part of it, either on Facebook or on Twitter. This is Fresh Thinking with Rabbi Ari Shishla. Oh, this is getting so interesting. <laughs> and it's so interesting to see. It's predictable. That's the sad part of it, actually. The sad part of it is how predictable our conversations have become. So this happens to be a a contentious issue at the moment, the question of vaccines. You could take this and apply it to a whole slew of other contentious issues, and our conversations have become predictable. People are partisan. People have their particular their angle, their particular camp that they align themselves to, and then you just feed all the evidence you can find into your narrative. And if there's one thing that Torah does and challenges us to do, it's not just to swallow things whole, whatever side of the argument it might be on, and certainly not just to take a soundbite and say, oh, that seems to prove my point. We have rigorous intellectual uh, oversight. You know, we really are. Have you ever learned the Talmud? It's every single point. It could be the most obvious point in the world. Believe in one God. Hang on a second. Let's debate this. What do you mean believe? What do you mean by one? What is the definition of God? Everything is a rigorous intellectual experience because we don't want to live superficially. And the unfortunate thing 
is I think our society has lost that sense of nuance and has lost that sense of meaningful conversation. And I think by and large, there will obviously be exceptions. People have become kind of intellectually lazy. So this is my camp. I belong to this camp. We we agree on certain things. So now we're going to agree on other things that are completely unrelated. And it doesn't necessarily make sense. Adrian's itching, I can see. He says, so tell us, what do you think? Would Afram have taken the vaccination? Okay, I, 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 I'm getting there. I'm getting to that point. That's, I suppose, the, the fun of the, the, the uh, Talmudic approach. You don't get to the answer as quickly as all of that. Uh, yeah, who else do we have over here? Av- Avraham says, uh, there's a lot of Avrahams on this conversation, also on Twitter, says, Avraham would have been the first to discover the vaccine. I think that might be alluding to the fact that there's a mystical tradition that Avraham had a book of healing and eventually hid it because people were using it inappropriately. Here's Josh on Twitter. He says he probably would have taken the vaccine and says, but then again, he literally tried to kill his kid. Obviously, that's a bit tongue in cheek because he didn't try to kill his, his child in some kind of a malicious fashion it was when god said to him this is what you should do and of course in the end he did not he did not kill his child candy on twitter says i mean he could have just asked god the next time they had a schmooze and i'll counter that with really do we find that abraham was able to ask god every single time moses had that moses at any time as the torah says he is completely trustworthy in my home which means he could knock on the door so to speak obviously metaphorically at any time and have a conversation with god and get an answer but we don't find necessarily that abraham had that and we do find that there were certain choices that abraham had to make in his life where he was left to work it out for himself in fact one thing that is quite well known about Abraham is the fact that he had 10 major tests of faith during the course of his lifetime. And a test of faith includes the concept of having to make a decision without necessarily knowing if the decision is correct or not. And without necessarily even knowing what it is that God expected of him. So anybody who thinks that he just had it easy and was plain sailing, it really is not that simple. He has Preston on Twitter. says that Abraham was never one to take to the ways of the masses. Being a shepherd, he would have been on the outskirts and would have seen the effects of the virus. How would you see the effects on the outskirts? I don't understand that. And he would have been able to make a well-thought-out decision. The virus being natural, I don't think he would have trusted man to cure it. I, I, I cannot I cannot say that, for, certainly from a Torah point of view, that if something is natural, we don't trust man to cure it. I think, as I mentioned before, that's why the Torah specifically says, that there is the principle of a doctor and God endowing humans with medical knowledge and therefore the ability to be able to cure even something which is of a natural origin. Lance says, uh, yes, he would have taken the vaccine, but in today's world, there's limited human info. An intelligent person and a mensch will take advice from those who have specialized knowledge. Yes, yes, definitely agree. And I, again, think it is a halachic obligation to take that medical advice. Here is another anonymous SMS that says Abraham would have vaccinated to protect his fellows that that his fellow that is what God would have wanted life is sacred. Yeah, um it's an interesting discussion is the purpose of the vaccine to protect yourself or to protect others. It's another whole subset of this conversation, but at least now we're starting to dig a little bit more deeply into the conversation. Leslie says he absolutely would have because he would have known that that's what God wanted for him. I I, I really think if somebody says that they mean to say I believe that this is what God would want. But none of us knows. None of us knows, right? Same thing. Shirley says, absolutely. As Jews, we value life, not just our own, but that of others. And he knew the value of life. 
Whereas on the other hand, you've got Lawrence saying something we actually saw before, which is, no, he was Ivri, he was on the other side. He questioned mainstream consensus all the time. Uh, Yossi says, interesting, he would not have taken the vaccine because money does not buy health. Okay, interesting stuff. I think what's really, really important about this conversation is that if it's a conversation where we're looking for an answer, we cannot answer on his behalf. None of us has the rights to do so. We don't have that kind of uh, insights. And, of course, we don't have access to Avram for an interview, right? Here, here we have another one. John says, Avram would have vaccinated to protect his fellow man. That's what Hashem would have wanted. So, I think we have to acknowledge we don't have Abraham in the room. He was not available for comment, and it's inappropriate for any of us to make decisions and commentary on his behalf. That's not the point. That is not the point of this conversation. The point of this conversation is, I think, the entire conversation from top to bottom, everything that we have discussed, including all of the valid points that have been put forward, have missed a major segment of Abraham's life, and without that segment, we actually don't have an answer to this question. Bear in mind that these archetype human beings who are described in the Bible are there to tell their stories so that we can use ancient wisdom to apply to modern scenarios. So what is the chunk that's missing over here? The chunk that's missing is this. In the end of this week's Torah portion, we get the moment where God turns to Abraham and he says, right, everything that you have built up over 130, almost 140 years of your life, now rides on your heir, Isaac. Everything that you care about depends on him taking the baton and developing further what it is that you have taught, what it is that you've literally put your life on the line to achieve. Now I would like you to take that single heir and kill him. That is the tenth out of ten tests of faith that God gives to Abraham. And he passes with flying colors because he's willing to put that knife to his son's neck until the very last second when the angel says, whoop, it was just a test, everything's fine. And in that story lies the answer to our question, would Abraham have vaccinated? So think about that for a second. See if you could work out the answer. This is Fresh Thinking with Rabbi Ari Shishla. Okay, so here's the big reveal, right? My question was, would Abraham have taken the vaccine? In this week's Torah portion, we've got that moment where God challenges Abraham to take his son, not just his son, the son in whom he has invested everything of his whole ideology, of his entire future, of everything that he was willing to sacrifice his life for. And God says, be prepared to slaughter your son. And the, the Talmud picks up a very interesting nuance. Like I said, we've lost the art of nuance. The, the Talmud picks up an incredibly interesting nuance in the wording. God says to Abraham, please take your son. Now, God does not have to say please. God doesn't have to say please. Really. Usually it's, and God instructs people X and Y. Why does he say please, says the Talmud? Because God said to Abraham, you have successfully passed nine of the most incredibly difficult tests that any human being should ever face. And you've done well and you've passed the flying colors. Please make sure that you pass this test as well. Because if you don't, people will think that all the previous tests had no real substance. Now I've got to ask you, a man who was willing to die by being thrown into a furnace, for his beliefs, I think has proven his dedication to God. How is it fair to say if you don't slaughter your son, you're not really dedicated? Okay, I'm not dedicated to that point, you know, but I'm dedicated enough to jump into the fire. So the answer is this. I think it's so important that we focus on this. 
The answer is that Abraham was not the first, nor would he ever be the last person to be willing to die on the altar of his beliefs. It's actually human nature. It's human nature to dig our heels in and to say, this is what I believe. And I have 101 reasons why I have this peer-reviewed study and I have that great person who's an academic and the head of this department. Everybody will find a way to justify digging in their heels and being willing literally to die for what they believe in. It's human nature. It says nothing about growth. And it certainly says nothing about dedication to what's right. In this case, represented as dedication to God. If you're dedicated to God, you're dedicated to what's right. That was the conversation. Are there other people who were willing to go into a furnace for their beliefs? Yes, throughout the whole of history. Have there been other people who were willing to send their child away from home because he was a bad influence on the other children? Yes. We don't yet know, Abraham, that there's something special about you. We don't yet know that you're dedicated to truth, that you're dedicated to God, that you're dedicated to what's right. We just know that you dig your heels in for what you believe in. And guess what? That's not good enough. In fact, it's dangerous. In fact, that's what pushes people apart. People who dig their heels and say, this is what I believe in, I don't care. And you have a problem because you don't agree with me. Those are the people, unfortunately, who split societies asunder. And Abraham was a person who brought people together. And you know why? Because Abraham said it's never about me and it's not about what I believe. It's about being willing to apply myself to know what is right, even if knowing what is right and what God expects of me means I have to turn 140 years of research, of opinion, of commitment on its head for what is right. Would Abraham have taken the vaccine? I can tell you this much. Abraham would not have taken the vaccine because his peers believe in it. He would not have taken the vaccine because it's the right thing to do by a group of people. He would have taken the vaccine because he would have applied himself and understood God has sent this. I don't care if it's man-made or natural. God has sent this pandemic to the world and he expects me to respond in a particular way. And I have the integrity of learning how I should respond. And he would have been humble enough to say, I'm not a medical person. I'll listen to what they guide me to do because that's what God says in his Torah. So there's a lot to discuss over here, but I think the most important part is to regain the art of nuance and the art of complexity so we know how to make decisions in the best way possible. Make decisions because it's correct, because it's what God would want, rather than because it's popular or what I believe in. Food for thought, I think. Hope you found that interesting. I loved the comments. It was a great interaction today. Have a wonderful Shabbos. Stay safe and stay sane.